Hello boys and girls, welcome to the Ready Up Gaming Podcast, the episode 40, the prolonged episode 40 is back. Me and Bobby, we actually didn't go away, well we kind of did, but we went to YouTube for a while and tried to make our own videos, which we did, but fuck editing, it takes absolutely yonks to do. So we're back, 2024, and we wanted to just record some new episodes. So Bobby, what's, what's it like to be back? The bald bearded bruiser, Bobby Boucher, guys. Bobby, how you feel? It feels good to be back. It feels <laughs> good to be back. I actually really, really did miss talking about video games like at a proper level rather than over WhatsApp chat. You just said now I want to do the podcast again. I went right, okay. But um, you know what you're like, oh, you get super horny over things, and then you the move podcast on. was different. Then you move on, then you move on. Podcast is different. Look, at the end of the day, it's like a like a boot club. You know, fair enough. You want people to listen, but at the same stage, I more want to just talk about games anyway. So if the people listen and like it, fantastic. If not, no harm done. But mm. um. Yeah, so a lot's changed since we even last spoke. The last time we actually spoke was about The Last of Us Part 2 um, remaster, which we put on the YouTube channel, which is actually out in That's right, yeah. two days, isn't it? Three days? Mm, no, it's... Thursday? 19th. 19th, Friday then? 18th, so, 19th, yeah, something like that. Thursday or Friday, it's out. So from announcement to release, so a lot's changed. Um, in that time frame, let's cover a few things. I bought <laughs> the Oculus... Quest 3, that was back in October. I've kept it as well. Yeah, surprisingly. Primarily use it for just fitness, maybe once or twice a week. And without the fitness, it would be long gone, I'll tell you that right now. Um, I re-bought an Xbox. You did? I plan on selling an Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) I actually do. There's actually been a lot of things bought, and not a lot sold. Not a lot sold, it's pending. Um, I got the Steam Deck OLED, which is my baby. We both did. We both did, which is the baby. Um, mm-hmm. actually switches out the window to fund the Steam Deck, Steam Deck OLED yeah, which I also right. <laughs> I actually missed the, Steam, the Switch by the way um, and then obviously recently we got the PS Portal which I'm sure we'll talk about in a second anyway but um, yeah. my gaming has changed completely like Deck and Portal has been kind of where I've been at for the past three months two months now and I'm loving life what about yourself? Yeah I mean a lot of us been uh, troubleshooting <laughs> on the Steam Deck side of things <laughs> Yeah, Redick, but um, yeah, I mean, a lot of my gaming was has been remote play recently. I'm just like I love handheld. Like the TV's been on, and I've just been playing on the the portal and the deck, kind of jumping back and forth. So yeah, and also to kind of add on to this, which we're going to get into later, is Bobby who convinced me and told me, me and Kieran, by the way, that there's under no circumstance will he ever play Final Fantasy VII original as <laughs> 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 finished Final Fantasy VII original. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, which I still don't believe. I still don't believe we've done it. Um, yeah, so let look. What we'll do, we'll 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 get into this because you have notes that you went and thankfully made. So what we'll do, we'll do a brief recap of last year of kind of the top three games. We'll not take too long on it, um, and then talk about what we're looking forward to this year, and then we'll get into the news, what we've been playing. We'll talk about the portal and so on, our impressions of those. But um, last year I actually started categorizing. Um, actually make a note of what I beat and scoring it, and I've been doing yeah. this on Letterbox my films. So. You obviously wrote in what's my top three games, and without thinking of it, I can just look at it and say, actually, you know what, well, this is what I scored it, so we'll let you start. I've talked for the past three minutes, so Bobby, what's your top three games of last year, and why? Top three, so I think at the start of the year, I said the Spider-Man 2, there's absolutely no way that it's not going to be my game of the year. Yeah, you and your fucking, I tell you, it's your definitive answers, if no, I might it's, just I mean, keep open-minded. I, I, I thought they would have nailed it, I, I really did, I really thought they would have nailed Spider-Man and nailed Venom, but to, to me... They didn't. Um, it still made it into my top three. I say it would be it would be number three for me. 
I need a replay in the future, but I don't know. I just felt like meh on it. Sorry, like, oh. I felt like the pacing was off a wee bit throughout the story. I felt like it started off like really good um, with the whole Harry dynamic with him. Yeah. But then after that there, once the Venom kind of got introduced into it, I actually felt like I went to be with downhill and a wee bit too gamey. Yeah, padded. Felt padded. So, yeah. Like the enemies and shit. So, um, <clears throat> we'll start backwards. So, year number three is Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be a wee bit... So, actually, one of my... Mo- probably my top rated games this year are games that I've played that weren't from the year. So... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be a different list. So, I want to give out some shout-outs on games that I played this year. Um, Gabriel 93, which is a point-and-click action or side adventure game from 1989 that I played growing up. Very memorable. Loved it. Loved my replay of that. Uh, Metroid Prime Remaster. I don't know. I wouldn't count it. I don't feel like I can count it yeah, as a I release. Mean, like, and the game, like uh, Razzy 4 Remake and Dead Space Remake, like both absolutely in yeah. my top, top games of the year. Like, But I don't feel like I want to count them because they are remakes. Okay. Even though, like, you know, they are like built from the ground up. Well, I would rate Metroid um, Prime to Remaster. I, I think remakes can count. I think a full remake can count. The can. I mean, like, wasn't it? Razzy was in the game of the year. The Achilles, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I think yeah, you can. I think we should be able to count the remakes because <laughs> they do change it somewhat. So, um, but remaster Metro Prime, I scored it a four out of five, and the five is the highest that we give. Um, and an also shout out, Devil May Cry three got a four. I fucking loved that game. Um, Bobby, that was ones for you to play. I think you would love the Devil May Cry series, and a four point yeah. five slash five to Sacro. <laughs> <laughs> which is probably a five but i don't want to be five mate that is a five that i is know but i don't want to be like this year yeah uh 100 but so the top four in no particular order right so we've got jacent get a four and jacent if anyone does know it's like a climbing fucking weird uh indie game it's about four hours long and i absolutely loved it um i give it a yeah. four out of five which is videos on the youtube as well by videos the way, on the youtube um fantastic and a resident Evil four I would yeah, say I came in normal. third place. If I'm going to be okay, I would say Resident Evil 4 is third place. And I wasn't too high on it. Like, I give it a 4. I think Resident Evil 2, uh, 2 is a 4.5. I think it's a much better game, personally. But, um, yeah. So, what was your That's thoughts on Resident Evil? I, I, I would prefer Resi 4 over 2, because um, I went on a wee bit of a Resi bounce this year as well, actually. I've done Village, um, done 4, and then straight after 4, jumped into 2 and 3. I think what um, knocks it for me is I have played... Resi 4 so many times <laughs> at least a good yeah. portion of it whereas Resident Evil 2 I hadn't probably even touched it since PS1 so I think it's just in my head it's kind of I think it's yeah it's just a, it's a tighter game isn't it really it's it's I like the kind of puzzle aspects of Resident Evil you don't I don't I, don't, I actually felt like especially in the PlayStation I love the, it the puzzles really let it down for me for oh, me I love personally. it yeah see and that's I love it. the horror though the the horror and Resi 2 was fantastic. Like, I think really, they really like nailed the atmosphere and stuff. Oh, you see Mr. X walking after you? Oh, God. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> I shit myself when he was just, just uh, chasing you. You go around the corner and he just fucking, just that slow, fast walk. Oh, mate, fucking uh, fantastic game. Uh, at least the, the first part I actually liked that. I didn't even mind the series and stuff, but it's, it's 2 is a great game. Um, where would you kind of put Resident Evil 4 on your, your radar? Well, I, I think, like, for the year... It's me. It would maybe be in the top three if I was to include. I would say I wasn't including remakes, but if I was, I would probably get into the three mark. Yeah, and push Spider Man out. Okay, so what's number two, Bobby? Number we two. May, we might agree on this. Actually, we don't. I don't know if we will agree, but we don't because <laughs> this isn't this isn't in your top three. It's Starfield. 
Oh fuck no. Um well no, I'm yeah. saying I actually say fuck no. Um I think Starfield would be good on the the deck from the PC. I think it's, I, I tried it on the deck with the PC, so there's the through the moonlight streaming and it was fucking phenomenal. Max everything, 90 FPS. Yeah. Um I actually did get the tingle to go back and play it this week, but I'm gonna wait because there is DLC coming out this year, so I think I might wait and then just go in at that point. But like I know Starfield's very mixed for everybody. A lot of people love it, a lot of people don't like it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. It did take a while to actually get into it. It was when I started doing the the main faction quests. There's like four main side quests, but they're they're um, faction ones, like similar to in Skyrim. You would have like you know the thieves guild and stuff. Yeah. So then big ones. They were phenomenal. Like the story in it was absolutely incredible. I know you've done like a wee bit of uh, one of them involved the Taramors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they done like the like first it, one. The way it, yeah, the way it just kind of unravels and unfolds out was absolutely phenomenal. There's one where you're you have the Eller choose to infiltrate the pirates, or you can join them. It's incredible. And then the actual, the way the main story goes and the way it all kind of, it loops around in the new game plus is just phenomenal. Yeah, because I find I'm actually enjoying a lot more different types of games on the portal rather than sitting on a TV. And I'm not, obviously if that was 60 FPS on the OLED, I'd probably be more willing to play it. But I think it's just PC and shit I haven't played on. And then 30 on Xbox, I don't think I have the greatest choice, but Moonlight would be quite a cool. So, um, I'm not gonna cut knock it. I haven't really given it too much for what it is. But uh, number two for me, Jedi Survivor. Um, nice. see that that was one that was kind of on my mind going in, but I think it was the performance kind of let it down for me at the time. Yeah, and I think you look over time and you maybe knock it as well a wee bit. You know, I think when you do play a game like I was Spider Man Two, actually made it higher originally, and then over time you think it worse. And I I actually beat Crisis Core, um, this year, twenty twenty four. And I just looked at it and was like, I give that a three. I just scored that a three point five because in my head it's actually I'm like, you know what, that was great. But um, yeah, Jedi Forever. I'd say a four. I thought it was probably better than Resident Evil Four for me. And the gameplay done enough, performance was shit, but supposedly it's fixed now. And I know when I probably do go back to play it, it'll be a lot better of a game. Yeah, I that's one I actually do want to platinum at some point. What um, was your what's your I second? Really enjoyed it. That was, was Starfield was the second. Oh, that is your second. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's your first on the number one? Lies of P. Oh, number one game of the year absolutely took me by surprise of how good this fucking game was. And this I need to beat it to have a proper. When we were talking about it, and you had actually played it before me, mm-hmm. and you compared it, you said it's better than Bloodborne, and then you went back on that like you usually do. But it was absolutely phenomenal. I think it nailed FromSoft. If if like you told me that this was X FromSoft, a lot of people said this. You, I would believe it. It was absolutely incredible. The whole weapon system was fantastic being able to like mix and match compare um depending on your build the weapon break thing you know when you're blocking mm-hmm. if you get the perfect block quite a few times on an enemy there are weapon breaks i loved all that there i thought the, the enemy design was fantastic um it was a wee bit too handholdy in terms of the shortcuts and stuff which i didn't like mm-hmm. um but apart from that they're like absolutely phenomenal and i can't wait for the dlc and the I think, sequel i think with myself like i'm I think I probably just burned myself out on it because I went and played the first like eight hours and I went back and done the first eight hours after I messed up out yeah. on it and then I took time off it. So I'm going to go back. I have plans to go back to, to go that. Back. Loads, loads yeah, of fun and that. Go back to it. Loads yeah, of like, fun. yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, number one for me. <laughs> I know what it's going to be. That's I hate you for it. Tears of the Kingdom. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking loser. <laughs> Phenomenal game. Um, it's funny because I hated Breath of the Wild at launch and then when I get, went back, it's like Elden Ring. It's kind of like you know when you and actually it's a something so like let's say you give your child a game they're experiencing the kind of the 
the systems and all for the first time, which is very, like if you pick up a first person shooter, you understand how first person shooters work. But when you think back as a kid, whenever you first played Medal of Honor, there was nothing really like it at the time. Obviously there was, but you know, like you were maybe getting new to shooters. So it's kind of like a new thing. Whereas because we played games for so long, you kind of are accustomed to how games will play no matter what you pick up and play. Whereas I think with Breath yeah. of the Wild being so different than kind of any open world, Elden Ring did the same where I always struggle to grasp how do you play this? And it's yeah. always when I go back and enjoy it more. So um, Tears of the Kingdom, obviously knowing what kind of way to play it because I had a structure that I took from Breath of the Wild. I think that helped of just getting the shrines and stuff. But I think <clears throat> it wasn't a perfect game, but I think just comparatively, if I, I scored a few things higher and I was like, no, I would rate this higher. I wouldn't give it a five, but I said like a 4.5. Yeah. See, where, where it let down for me was I wasn't kind of invested in the story. And I think a lot of that is for me personally, I don't like Link. He's just, you know, he's a silent protagonist. He always has been, but that's my, it's my first time playing like a Zelda game. Yeah. I don't play him um, for the story just, either though. Like it's just fun, yeah, it's just fun to just, play and explore. I, I like it to be there, I suppose. But um, the dungeons let me down, the, the main dungeons. Oh, they're shit. I was expecting a wee bit more from them. The shrines um, were excellent. Kinda, yeah, the shrines were, would be the highlight with all the, the different um, game mechanics in it and all that kind of stuff, but the, the actual dungeons, I felt, it was just the same, see the lead up, it's kind of going to the four main ones, it was the same kind of thing, you're going up, you're near enough getting the same kind of cutscene at the end, um, with the new person that you get, which yeah. kind of let it down for me, um, could have ended at the castle, I think we both said that. Oh fuck, it was, yeah, the last bit was tedious, and, um, but I think, but um, look, it wasn't perfect. Fight, yeah. The, the final fight was, was incredible. Oh yeah, that was a fucking, that, see that all, part before it though, look, fuck me. I, the part before it was tedious, like, but the actual final fight with um, Ganon. what do you call him? Was it Ganon? Ganondorf or something? Ganon, yeah. Um, it was class, like with the cutscenes and things like that. Um, the, just the mechanics that they brought in with that uh, ascend and stuff like that. There was just phenomenal. I just hope they don't do another one in that style. I'm done with. It. I'm like, right, move on. I don't think they are. I think they're moving on. I think that's what they say. They're they're, they're moving on from the kind of Breath of the Wild style, going <laughs> something different. But they'll hundred percent release this here with the Switch too, from sixty FPS patch. Yeah, but I think... Um, and I may go back. Yeah, I'd probably go back for a 60 patch. Um, I think, for me though, like the games that really stick out, Devil May Cry 3 is phenomenal to play. Um, that's worth a shout. Sekiro, if you haven't played that. Um, what else was there? Replay Pokemon, the Final Fantasies. Final Fantasy 7, I scored a 4 out of 5. I'll be honest, I think that's maybe... See, I think maybe my, my scoring's maybe skewed because I feel like... Uh, Tears of the King is probably a four, but then I would say, okay, well, actually, the rest have to get lowered down if I'm making it that. But yeah, that would be kind of my best game of the year. But um, yeah, so you've wrote down here and actually want to talk about it quickly. So, what is your most anticipated this year? Well, number one's the, the PS5 Pro. Okay, <laughs> hardware. Console. Yeah, new hardware. Um, I'll be day one on this. I'll be maybe night one if we're doing a midnight launch on it to make sure I get one. Yeah, I think mine's um, maybe Switch too. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's another one. Um, it's meant to be this year too. Um, but the PS5, I'm hope what I'm hoping from it is I don't want to see 30 FPS at all going yeah. forward. Yeah, that is my main hope, and I don't know if that will be the case because I know a lot of people is just all about this ray tracing, better fidelity, and all that other kind of stuff. But I just want I want the options to be 4K 60 or um 120. That's what I want the options going forward to be. Yeah, I would say that's fucking. Extremely hyped for the PS5 Pro. Yeah, really, really hyped. And uh, interesting now with all this remote play and stuff like that, they're just getting better fidelity from a console um, for the remote play through the deck or the portal. Give me an OLED portal, 120 hertz screen, and a Wi-Fi 6 connection. I'll be fucking happy. <laughs> I'll be so good. 
Um, yes, yeah, so the Switch 2 as well. So that's what, rumoured for September. So yeah, we'll get into that because there is a part up with that. So we'll maybe talk about that in a bit instead of touching on now. But that's something I'd be excited for. What about your games, Bobby? Games is a tough one because that's what I actually texted in the other day saying, like, I don't know if I'm actually excited for anything. Um, one of my go to, I don't even know if it's releasing this year. I'm hoping it is, though, would be the Elden Ring DLC. Mm-hmm. Shadow of the Earth Tree, I think it's called. Um, that's probably that would probably be my most anticipated in terms of games. Hellblade, I'm going to play Hellblade soon. Um, to play Hellblade 2, hopefully, because Hellblade 2 looks phenomenal. Yeah, I wasn't really keen on the first one. Portal that job, um, yeah. We probably I'll probably do it on PC. Get the get the the FPS kind of max it out because that 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 game was like phenomenal looking when it first came out, and the second one just looks fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Rebirth. I don't know yet. I'm putting that on my maybe list because it depends whether I play remake or not. If I play remake and I enjoy it, I could see Rebirth being quite high on the list. Um, have I put you off remake? No, do you know what? I stuck it on the other night as well, and then I started seeing like the side quests and stuff pop up, and I was like, I really don't want to do. Ah, uh, you can skip so skip the side if you're playing it. You're playing it. Stick it on easy and just mainline it. You don't need the side quests are like so silly. There's not even a lot of them, but they're not really. They're good if you're wanting the kind of armor or armor and stuff. Now this is what I'll say, right? Because I have played remake twice, and I was doing it for a time, and I was playing on normal. It's like you do definitely lose something by playing games, obviously on easier certain times. Like it depends. I think RPGs really suffer. Um, yeah, because the whole thing with RPG is like just you know finally leveling up, getting new gear, and being able to beat something you've maybe even stuck on. Aye, because there's a bit of satisfaction with that. Whereas I think for you anyway, re- remake. I'm just, I would just say blast it and easy. We're rebirth. I'm gonna attempt normal, and if I get bored, I'm just gonna blast it because I don't I don't want to obviously play something that makes me unhappy. But um, I think you'll like it. There's enough to kind of keep it fresh. It's not like a complete one to one with Final Fantasy VII, but because I've already know what's gonna happen, it's like fucking tedious as hell for me. So I've moved on yeah. to another game which I'll touch on and it's fucking I'm loving life for that. But um I'd be excited for Rebirth, far excited. But yeah. see with me anyway, see most of my games I, I like look forward to. It's all re- either older games coming out again or just replaying old shit, which is different than you like. So if they said Metal Gear Solid 4 HD um ported, that would be my most anticipated. Simply That's to, or even the in this um new collection volume two, isn't it? Yeah. Volume or even collection. Metroid Prime. Two four. and three, and but four is oh, coming out. Three remastered, yeah. I, I'm happy for that. Be meant to be this year. You could see that maybe being a launch title for the yeah Switch Two. Yeah. Um, another one I'm actually probably actually probably forgot about this is Hades Two. It's coming out in early access this year, so that's probably going to be a Steam Deck native game for me. Yeah, big excited yeah. for that. <sighs> Hades, I liked it, but I wasn't like I liked it I really liked it when it. I first played. It. I don't know. I know you loved it, but um, mm-hmm. Lost Crown tomorrow bought it. Um, is that tomorrow? That is tomorrow because and that's the, the, the like yeah. I love Metro videos. People are talking this really highly, like so. Yeah, I'm excited bye. for that. Bit torn on where I'm going to play it. Like it's one twenty on my TV upstairs, or do I just play it on the deck? And I've tried it on the portal, and it wasn't the greatest experience, which we'll talk on a bit later on. But um, yeah, I'm, I've said last year, I was like that's one of my most anticipated. But the demo kind of made me go like mm, maybe not. But I just think I need to play it from the start and give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. But I think like, um, ten minutes. I mean, it'd be like, it'd be sexy in one twenty, like on the other day. But at the end of the day, it's sixty's fine, like for a wee match of like to be honest. They're perfect on handheld as well. That's why I like perfect, playing them. Yeah, from playing Dread last year. Like, what else is coming? Obviously, there's still a lot. Obviously, Xbox have I mean, Hellblade. Xbox have Avowed as well, which we're going to talk about. Um, I'm actually pretty excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do they have? 
Indiana Jones, maybe this year. Apparently it's coming this year if it's in this developer direct. That's one I, I don't know because that's what I said the other day. Like, I've never watched How Indiana have you never Jones. watched fucking Indiana Jones? Know, it's, it's on just, Disney it's Plus. Fucking, and I, it's just, it's never appealed to me. Oh, it's brilliant. Watch it with the kids. But, Disney, um, oh, Indy's amazing. Absolutely phenomenal fu- show. I'm hoping the game will maybe look look good enough to make me go and watch the movies and get actually get excited for it. You know who made it? Yes. Uh, um, wasn't it uh, George Lucas and... Steven Spielberg? Yeah. Steven Spielberg, yeah. Fantastic. Do you know how I know that? <laughs> From the South Park episode. <laughs> what, with the rest of Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, yeah, that's that's actually mad. how I know that. Uh, but yeah, that's... It's fucking... That's a great film. The films, the series of them is amazing. Yeah, so... The new ones aren't great though. I haven't really seen new one. Not really bothered with that. Free and yeah. free, which came out like two thousand eight. It was it was older fucking that, and that was fourteen yeah. years ago. And then they make a new one or sixteen years ago at this stage. But um, fucking he's in the late seventies, eighties now, isn't he? I know he's fucking old as fuck. But um, anything else you're excited for? Not that I can think off the top of my head. I think this this year is going to be a wee bit um, wee bit more timid like compared to last year. Last year was just probably one of the best, if not the best game, best years in gaming. Like when you look at the lineup of everything that came out, nothing got a five, mate. I've got a five. I mean, there's I from us, <laughs> from us, like. But I mean, when you look at the the actual pedigree of the games that came out from January. Oh no, it was December there, like. Yeah, phenomenal. I'm actually looking forward to Last of Us, man, as well. Do you know what? Oh my, really? I have. You've played it recently. I haven't played it since 2020. So that's the issue. I played it. I think it was 2022. Maybe I played that. Yeah, it's too soon for you. You've ruined it. Well, maybe it might be too soon. Will this be the year that you fucking play Red Dead Redemption Two? You know what? I was I seen um someone on Twitter earlier, and I was actually going to message in. I'm getting the urge to play Red Dead here. What's stopping? Like, what is stopping you? Is you just hoping for a 60 FPS patch? I've, yeah, I'm kind of giving up hope like at the minute. Because that's you have to understand. Like, that's like someone saying, oh, "I just don't play GTA 5 and you're like, "Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, not I mean, play like, Red I Dead? I could play it on the on the dark with moonlight, but it's just hassle turning it the is. computer on. It's that's just what I mean. It's the one I do. It would be absolutely stunning, like on it, 90 FPS. Have you oh, tried yeah. it on the P- uh, PlayStation? On I did, portal? I tried it on the Portal and it was very, very playable. There you go. Like, very playable. Because I think, I think you'll find out there with handheld as well, like even the likes of Bloodborne when I stuck it on. That's, I'm gonna, that's what game I'm going to be doing this year. And mm. I think I'll be doing it handheld, 100%. The moment you beat Red Dead, they'll just release a 60 FPS patch. Ah, uh, 100%. <laughs> it's stopping me kind of wanting to play it as well, but Red Dead's something I'm going to take my time with because I do know the story when I do play it. Like, it's due. Fiery stuck it up there the other day about games you know, with I ran the, at the 60. things. I ran at 60 Seen flawlessly. Um, but Witcher, I also have. I was supposed to go back to the Witcher, and I, every time I try and put the Witcher on, I'm like, no, it's too hard. But it's just the fucking, you know, you're in for a big epic game, that's why. But Red Dead, I mean, if you haven't, yeah. you haven't played no so I won't play that. But I want to go back and go to play the Metal Gears as well. So that's kind of a, my plan this year is the Metal Gear series again, uh, Kingdom Hearts series, all of them, which I'll talk about in a bit. Fantastic. Um, I just love playing older That's, shit, mate. You're, you'll probably fucking convince me to play the Metal Gears. Like Metal Gears are phenomenal. Phenomenal. I think for, for gaming-wise, for my goals this year, like in terms of older games that I do want to play, it's probably Bloodborne. Probably a lot of the Souls games. Mm-hmm. When you yeah, have the, the, the portal film, there. Uh, film the library with them all, like, just to finish them. Right, so, item one of news this week. Rumours suggest Xbox is bringing more games than Nintendo Switch and PS5. So over the past few days, rumours began to swirl that Microsoft is, once again, exploring bringing first-party Xbox games to competing platforms. With the Blizzard Activision deal, or Activision Blizzard deal in the bag, I should say, Microsoft is effectively becoming one of the biggest third-party publishers on PlayStation and Steam already, with games like Call of Duty, Minecraft, Diablo, etc. distributed wholly under the Microsoft umbrella. 
This latest rumour mill doesn't pertain to that though. A few days ago, Nate the Hate suggested on the podcast that an acclaimed Game of the Year worthy Xbox exclusive will become imminently available on a competing console platform. Nate has a good track record for accuracy in the past, which created a groundswell of speculation over what game it could possibly possibly be. Lowly Lowly Lovely also backed up the claims recently. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck's called that? I was waiting. That's actually the name of them. Lolly Lally Lou, I think it's called, or something like that. Yeah. So these guys do a podcast and we're talking about it. They are leakers or whatever, but someone says yeah. uh, in reply saying high five rush available on Nintendo Switch. That's my bet. They replied, and you'll win. So the poster in question also has a strong record for accurate information, particularly pertaining to Microsoft's collaboration with Atlas on Persona and Xbox Game Pass. So do you think that Xbox is making a push to go more third party? I think with certain games, it's definitely looking that way. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if it's good. I mean, like, I, I we've said it before, even last year, quite a few times, like, it would be phenomenal just to have one console and everything's on it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if they start doing this here, then it kind of renders the Xbox console useless. Well, to me, this kind of started doing that anyway when they went PC as well, then did it. Yeah. Do you I agree? know for PlayStation's going after the, the leaks from Insomniac there. As PlayStation is trying to go more PC as well in the future with their um, kind of PS Plus. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, it makes sense after a year to do it for them, money-wise. But for the Xbox console as a whole, it's just for the Xbox console as a whole, it just it just kind of feels like a wee bit of a kick in the balls if you're going to buy one. It's different. It's very, like, unconvenient having two consoles because you've you built yeah. up a library elsewhere and then maybe you're on your Xbox for a bit and then you want to go on your PlayStation and vice versa. It's like, yes, it would be great to have kind of one or system for everything, but like you don't want a monopoly either. You know, I know like yeah. Kieran hopes for the demise of PlayStation. He hopes it's fucking burns to death and Jim Ryan dies and his family dies because he's just so loyal to Xbox and for what reason. But um yeah, I don't know. It's just I, I actually so, I another don't know one was Thieves as well. Like that's that's another one that quite a few people, Jess Gordon stuff when the central he actually kinda of backed that up as well. That they they have been looking into it. They don't know whether they've changed their mind on it, but the Sea of Thieves was one that was um, should do it. rumored up for PlayStation. I think if you're doing I, see games like that, it makes sense. See the likes of this Hellblade Two or no, not sorry, Hell Divers Two for PlayStation. It's come to PC day and date. It's the first time they've kind of done that there. That stuff should be everywhere. Just put that on Xbox yeah. as well. That's where you're going to get your money from. Like if Sea of Thieves comes to um, PlayStation and Switch, I mean the actual the amount to put more players like add to that game and it'll just add more content. That makes to the sense. Game like I actually think you know, that even PlayStation, yeah doesn't make any sense um, if you have a Sea of Thieves on a dual sense would be absolutely incredible like feeling the waves on the dual sense and the cannon fire and all that kind of stuff would be fucking phenomenal yeah uh, I hope I, that happens I, I even like obviously with Bungie stay in multi-platform you'll probably find that maybe that Xbox just made do you think they'll go change. they'll not go multi-platform no, it, it's, it's the thing because you know the way they're in like pretty so much trouble they're like fucking 45% behind where they should be in terms of finances mm-hmm. um if they get to a certain level or something like that of underperformance sony can do a full takeover oh really yeah so that was that's kind of the way things are looking right now um and once they do a full takeover then that renders out the them you know being able to stay third party in their agreement yeah i think so with sony change. like obviously with sony a lot of people like i don't think they haven't had the first party maybe isn't hitting as hard as i would have liked um, but Sony's always been to me like they have obviously the last of us they have good franchises but it's mainly the third party exclusives that's kind of done it like I always find Metal Gear is synonymous with PlayStation with me and even 
Kingdom Hearts and all that's just growing up but um yeah same with Crash Bandicoot and stuff like when you even though Xbox own them now when I think of Crash I think of the PlayStation <laughs> Spiral the PlayStation yeah. well you think of Bungie you think of Xbox PlayStation on them it's fucking weird yeah you do you <laughs> know what I mean? them. it's just weird but um uh, it would be nice to have everything in one place but like I said I would not trust one company with that and that's the truth of it and, but and that's why I've I've mainly moved over to PlayStation as not just not only because we game share and it's just we save so much money on it but it's like why we've got the PS5 Pro coming out, we've got this new rumored Xbox coming out, and it's meant to just be a revision. It's meant to just be like two terabytes, um, deskless. It's almost but like the no, slim updated for the PlayStation yeah, kind so of like, thing. Yeah, yeah. So like no power upgrade. So like I'm not going to want to play there 100. percent So why should I invest there? I yep. want to play where it's going to look better. Like GTA 6 coming out 2025. If there's mm-hmm. not a new Xbox out on par. Like PlayStation is going to be the best place to play it, and that's that's huge. Mm-hmm. The it's Xbox massive. or Microsoft, they're a so- that's a software company. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's always been that's why the the Windows is on. Every, you know, you make a device, we'll put your or Windows on it, for example. But yeah, like if they went third party, they would be one of the biggest third parties out there. Like, but then what do you do with PlayStation? Their, you don't want them being now. PlayStation just turning the cunts. That's the thing. PlayStation are already better for cunts now already because they are the market leader. The, you know, they they're the one that. Um, but it's like Apple. The way the same kind of concept. You know what I mean? They're cunts, but. The good yeah. products you I mean, allow them to be cunts. Yeah, they're the Apple of, of consoles, like. Yeah, the one dirty Android. Yeah. <laughs> but do you know what? It's funny because growing up, like, even in my early 20s, I was so, I was Android, I was PC, I love kind of the open, I love the tinkerability and, and shit. But even like See, the deck and all, it's thing. like, you know what? I just want shit to work and I want premium kind of. I think I fully moved over iPhone 5. That's when I moved over because I was kind of back and forth a wee bit with Android and stuff. I thought it was cool. I could get like, like B, remember BBM? Yeah. You can get that on. So on. B- before it came out, actually came out, I was able to get it onto the, onto the Samsung. Right. It was even officially released. So I, I thought all that kind of stuff was cool. Being able to play old games like PS1 games on the Samsung was all class. But now I just want quality and I just wanted to work and do what I needed to do. Like, I'll tell you this, and this is so funny because I, I know you're actually like me in this sort of, Take the Switch, I can play, or sorry, take a Steam Deck, I can play the Switch games on it. It just feels a bit dirty. <laughs> I'd rather yeah. just have it on its, like Metro Prime, it's just, I don't know, it's something nice about it, being official and, yeah. do you know what I mean? It I is weird. That's why I haven't played, and I've tried, I've stuck them on, I'm like, oh, I'd rather play this on the Switch, just so yeah. it's proper. Because that's the whole thing with Animal Crossing, how do I get, Lindsay's playing Animal Crossing, I'm like, oh, I'd like to play it, and it's like, I could download it and try and get it on the Steam Deck, I was like, no, I don't want to though. Because it'll yeah, maybe like, there's frame drops or it's, stuff. Yeah, and it works and all like, but it's just it just doesn't feel right. It's like um, we I was watching the movie with the kids, Pacific Rim, the other night on Friday, and I mm-hmm. got it on my my Fire Stick, and it just the quality just wasn't there. So I went and paid eight, eight pound for it on Prime. You're me all over me at the hundred percent. Like people are like, why don't you second, get it? I bought the second one too. I just because they were like, can we watch the second one? I was like, oh, you can watch it tomorrow night, and I just went and bought it as well because it's just the quality. I just like quality. Yeah, you're like me because I pay for football uh, football what, and people are like, why don't you just get the Kindle? And I'm like. Ugh. Sometimes there's buffering and shit. I know it's not always the way, but it's still not the same. I'm like, ah, probably should do yeah, it. Like I've, I've seen the sports and stuff on the my first deck and all, and it is there is different streams depending on your internet. You can get like full HD stream, and it does look good. It doesn't look as good as what you're going to get when you're paying for it. I just but pay when for I'm it. watching a movie, you know, when I'm watching something like Pacific Rim, where you want it to actually look pop, oh, you, want, you want everything to look class. Like you're just going to even the kids were like, oh fuck, this is way better. I was like, yeah, see, you pay for quality. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, so even the PlayStation One having the kind of H, the PS One games and all on it, I'm like, I like that rather than just using a fucking dodgy EPSXA and all. So you, you are like me in that sense, but 
I think place is just for me. It's everything's already it there. So good. See, it looks so good. I was actually going to Matthew's last night. I was just looking at my slim while I was playing. I was like, oh, you look good. You look fucking good. Tell you what, 25 quid for that stand. Not. I happily pay for that stand because it's nice. <laughs> I'm yeah. not even joking. Like, it's like, you know what? I, I like it. I like having nice shit. It's like the what we're talking to right now. My shock um, thing for my mic was like 40 or 30 quid. It's nice. Our stands are nice. You pay for quality. That's it. So what, mate? We're just fucking um, nobles and Kieran's a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. Um, yeah, moving on. So, item two, uh, more Xbox. They're the percent a developer direct returning on January 18th. So, Bobby, first and foremost, it's been a year since we recorded the Hi Fi Rush reveal, which yeah. is mad. Um, we done the, the reacts to it. Yeah, one of our t- biggest videos on TikTok, actually. Yeah. So, you're about to get an exciting look at some of the incredible <laughs> games ahead with Xbox as we present a new edition of Developer Direct on Thursday, January 18th at 8 p.m. UK. Fans will get an inside look at selection of highly anticipated games coming to Xbox Series X and S, PC and Game Pass shortly after Cinemax Online Studios will host the Elder Scrolls Online 24 Global Reveal, who no one cares for. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Presented by the nine, so it means the direct's going to be a full art, which is nice. Any word? 14 supposed to come to Xbox? When's that happening? Uh, This year. Do you know how thoughts are going back and playing that? Or finishing like yeah. I just could be notions I'll go play a wee bit more and then I'd maybe play for like fifty hours and jump off again. Um, I think after playing Final Fantasy, I'd maybe have a better chance of playing it now. Ah, oh, it's fucking ropey. I don't know. What's well, it looked super gay. No, it's it's before. proper. It's proper bull like, cut. Like it you is were running fin- around like a wee tiny fucking elf or something. <laughs> I don't know what you were. You were some sort of midget. It's what you thought Final Fantasy was. Yeah, exactly. Oh, trust me, that is it. it. Like, that was actually my first experience with Final Fantasy. And I you're probably thinking, what the fuck's fuck? happened? Um, but it's pres- so the developer directs presented by the games creators themselves, offering an in-depth look at upcoming titles, how they're being created, and who's creating them. We'll visit Machine Games in Sweden to check in on their Indiana Jones games, swing by Obsidian's Irvine offices to see more from a food, head to Oxide Games Mirrorland, have to home to learn about Ara, History Untold, and take a trip to Cambridge, England to see Senua's Saga Hellblade 2 from Ninja Fury. Please note that while this show won't have updates on games from Activision Blizzard, you can look forward to news from those teams later this year. Bobby, before we say anything, mm-hmm. obviously we got the Steam Deco LED, which I called the Woe LED. You didn't get into Woe. No. Is it the same concept that it's like almost cheating? Like if Woe had an official re- a, a release, console release, you'd yeah, be more I likely? a better chance of me playing it. I actually said that to Gear, like if this comes to console... That's where I'll have a good whack at it, where it's all just official controller support and done from the ground up. I see what you mean as well. Like, you get it working, but it's not the same. It's not the same, because like, there's no there's no tutorial with it either. You know, you're you're having to try and figure out all the buttons and all yourself and kind of go through it all. Whereas, like, if that's made from the ground up, when you're actually first start, um, whoa, you'll be met with all the tutorials. This is how you do this. This button does this here. Which is, I do think it's going to come. One second, one second. Sorry. Um, Funny enough, you mentioned that kind of support and stuff, so... Sean, my mate Sean's been playing Warzone, but he started bringing his PC and mouse and playing it that way. And he ended up looking at getting, you know, the the XM. Have you ever heard of these? Like the adapters to play everything in keyboard and mouse that's not even supported on Xbox, PS. Yes, yeah. So yeah. I actually bought one of these. And it was like 150 quid, and this was back in 2017, and it works. But it's just a faff. So it's like just yeah. it's just that same thing. So it's even like um, World of Warcraft and all these setups. It's like it's just the faff. It's just inconvenient. So yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, and probably it would be nice to have Woe on a console and just be working, 
right away. I think it'll come everywhere, you know. I think it will come to PlayStation. If it comes everywhere, I'll come everywhere. Put it that way. Over the fucking <laughs> I house. Do, I, think, I, I know I was thinking like it will just be Xbox, but I think they will, they'll just bring it everywhere because they mind the money they'll get. Yeah, and if you hear kids screaming in the background, let me know. And they're not, they're my kids, by the way. They're not held hostage. Um, <laughs> so what about the developer direct? Were you excited for anything? You mentioned Avowed. So obviously you're a, an Obsidian fan. You liked New Vegas. Yeah, I loved New Vegas. Um, I know that I haven't played Outer Worlds, but it's meant to be fantastic. What they do with their actual storytelling is a lot better than Bethesda in terms of like Fallout New Vegas, the Fallout 3. That, I like what I've seen oh, of it. Not Outer Worlds, I haven't actually played. It's meant to be class. meant to be very, very good. Yeah, never touched actually. I remember people being quite high on it. I think it's actually got a next-gen patch as well, doesn't it? It's like 60 now? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. Um, it's meant to be very linear as well, like so it's not like fucking Starfield or anything, so I think that's why a lot of people like it. Um, same with this avowed, it's meant to, it will have side quests and stuff like that there, but if you want the kind of, their take on like the kind of Skyrim-esque um, world, then this is the one for you. But it's also in the Pillars of Eternity universe as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I've tried so a wee bit of that. It's actually based in, there, in, in that universe. I like what I've seen with the, the combat and stuff and the art style, I think it's quite cool. So that's definitely one that I'm excited for to play this year. Do you know what's mental? You mentioned Pillars of Eternity and I went and played that once to try um. Baldur's Gate. We didn't actually mention Baldur's Gate on Game of the Year. Um, obviously you didn't play a lot of it. Play we got it like Chapter Two. That's a good game. That's is that's one I'm probably gonna try and go back to at some yeah. stage. But fuck, it's a beefy game. It's a good game though. By the way, I just want to mention that. Very beefy. Very beefy. Um, so see, Senius, uh, obviously Hellblade. Have you played the first one at all? I've played maybe about half of the first one. Same. And it was a bit boring. Boring as fuck to me. But what they era. done with the the actual sound design for her having like schizophrenia or whatever it is, all the voices in her head and the sounds and all, it was absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. And the game did look great. And it's 60 on Xbox now as well. If you wanted to play it there, obviously you can play it on PC, higher fidelity. It's more like a so puzzler, I, isn't it? Yeah, there's puzzles and there's combat, but the combat's very light. That's what a lot of people want to see um, at this direct is like more combat because they've yet to actually show it properly. Um, I think people are expecting a lot more from this game, but I think it's going to be a lot more of the same, but just um, improved. Um, people are wanting, like, you know, like a God of War kind of thing and all, but I don't think that's what we're getting. I think we're going to get more of her going through, like, you know, suffering with her, um, whatever it is she has, she has, and just high, really fucking top-tier graphics. Like. Do you know what game I kind of link this to, even though they're not actually similar kind of at all, but um, A Plague's Tale? I don't know why. Don't know if they released quite similar know. in time the first one I, or what, I can, but I, I link it. That. I don't know why. I'm like, I guess maybe the main character being a female. I don't know. It's more like just this. It's not even the same style. It's more like kind of that same slowness, isn't it? Like even my pig's tail had maybe a good bit of it, and I played that. But it's like they're not even similar. I don't know why. I just kind of in my head, I'm just kind of link them. But um, it's almost like that same budget style of game, like size of game. Almost, it's like they're good games. I know they're good, but they're not exactly. You know, people are not saying you have to play this. It's a five out of five or ten out of ten game, but well, the internal uh, mock reviews are giving it in the low nineties. There you go. So far, um, people actually think this is going to be released like really fucking soon after the draft. People are thinking it's going to be shadow draft. I don't think that. I think we'll want to market it a wee bit. Um, but they're thinking like maybe as early as March. Yeah, I should probably play. It. I probably should put, beat the first one. I'll it's probably like six do it. Hours. I'd probably do it in the obviously on remote play, but um. It's only six hours, it's not long. Six hours, and if you're stuck on Wii mode, you can actually do like a wee bit of a speed boost as well. Fuck using your Wii mods. Can't have you speeding for everything. Um, yeah. 
anything else to add? Obviously, Indiana Jones. You're not. You haven't watched the movies, but I'm very interested. But you, you'd mentioned that first person. That's what it's about. That was came out in the in the leaks. I'm near sure, but that could change. Them leaks were old, so it could be the first person was just a mode on it, and you could change or whatever. But on machine games, obviously, not against it. Bo- what is it? I'm not against it. He has a whip, <laughs> but um, see, but I'm, I, I would be against it if it didn't play these games like Dan Light Two, where they do the parkour so well in first person. And yeah, like that's so what I think. It can definitely work. See, um, I think it's I good think to differentiate yourself though from. Because it's going to be similar to Tomb Raider. It was inspired from Indiana Jones, and so was yeah. fucking Uncharted. Uncharted. So they're so similar. I'm like, you know what? It's it's enough to differentiate. I would the fact that it was mentioned. I'm like, okay, I can actually see them doing that. Being yeah. machine games anyway, but um, it's but been some years. Full on gameplay and stuff here, like so, like seven years. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. What when was Wolfenstein two? 2017, 2018, 2017, I think. Yeah, it was around that time. Yeah, so it's been. Have you played them? Uh, I've played the first one that they've done like the beat the first one yeah I was kind of like Colin Moriarty loved it but I was like mm, yeah, whatever yeah I thought it was good I played it on Xbox I thought it was good like um, I never went back to the second one I tried the second one it was just more of the same kind but of Todd Howard is the lead he's like the lead kind of story narrative person on this right which has got a lot of people excited because this is one of his dream games today there you go something to talk about next week Bobby we'll have our actual thoughts on it yeah. yeah, and what else is there? There's that Aura History Untold to it. It's basically a strategy game, but you is that the one Bobby was saying about, or not? Is that the one Cameron was messaging me about? It's like a role. No, I think he was talking about something else. Have we look at this Aura um, History this Untold? Is a, so it's basically a strategy game, but you're doing it like alternate history. Oh, that's pretty cool so looking. I I, yeah, I don't know whether it's going to be. You maybe have different kind of campaigns for. We're doing this one where like a different some different um, faction wins. And that changes the course of history, kind of thing. Right, I can see it's but, like um, turns, so it's more like um, it, it, no, I actually haven't looked at it. It looks a bit more like your fucking your shiv mixed in with some well, age empires with guys, food and shit. A lot of the people in Oxide Games are the guys from like the Dunsev uh, Five and stuff. For Axis, isn't it? They've done them. Yeah, so um, a lot of people that have a um strategy pedigree. If you do, want to call it that. Do you know what? I have attempted. You would obviously love Civ Rev. I have attempted Civilization too many times. And I'm like, I almost well, think. Have you played Civilization Revolution? No. But I mean, like, I think it's just, I that's haven't. One. I don't understand it properly. Have, like, that's, it's, that's the one that you'll understand. It is baby Civilization. And it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Like, really that's is. what I mean. I'm not against it, even though I have tried it. Whereas some people might try it and think, oh, shit. I'm like, I, no, I just don't I, get I it. I can't get into the other ones. Five and six and all. I can't get into them. They're, just, they're too much. Whereas Civilization Revolution, we used to play it all the time. Be nice in the portal, mate. Nice wee handheld. Be absolutely your... perfect on the portal, and you can you can actually play it if you've got or not the portal. Sorry, the deck. You can play mm-hmm. the deck with the XB play because it's backward compatible. Nice. Great and then, obviously, we'll find out. We'll probably have more about all this to talk about next week rather than this week anyway. But anything else you want to add about the the conference happening or the event on the eighteenth? Do you think there'll be a shadow drop? Um, but, 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 but. I think if the yeah, no. Did they show... Hi-Fi Rush wasn't announced to be shown, though, wasn't it or not? No. So what's Shadow Drop? They weren't even announced to be there, were they? No. So then... A complete surprise. So some people are thinking it's going to be a um, Double Fang game called Clin or something it's called. Right, I could see a Double Fang. Maybe a game from them, obviously a bit smaller. Um, um, but I don't know, because so, if they do this here, if they do it again, then this is going to be expected every single year that they're going to Shadow Drop something. Yeah. So I just, I just don't know if they do do it. Be nice though. Be I nice think they may tradition. Sh- show something that's not on the list. 
but I don't know where it's going to be shadow dropping at because then that does build an art of that they have to do it every year. Yeah, but then they also did shadow drop with a Halo. Remember that time? Uh, the they do love a shadow drop. I love a shadow drop. Yeah, be interesting. So, item three: Nintendo Switch Two possibly releasing September twenty four. Few wee tidbits here. So, Nintendo Switch Two console may be releasing sometime in September this year, as suggested in a new press release from Game Shark Upgrade AI Shark. Naturally, there have been countless rumors floating around the potential Switch Two release date. Nintendo haven't com- officially confirmed anything. Um, update though, Jason Schreier had tweeted that an AI Shark spokesperson responded to them explaining they were just guessing, but this could simply be damaging control. AI Shark's full press release mentions that their new software's official launch is planned to coincide with the Nintendo Switch 2 in September 24. Who is AI Shark? I think it's like a new company. So these are guys who obviously do releasing, but I think we are getting the Switch 2 this year, 2024, seven years. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot of people, obviously, Nintendo's kind of games are starting to die down in terms of what they're announcing. September 24. I can see it. Now, they announced the Switch in a September launch so they did maybe they announced yeah, it launched in what March March 17th March mm-hmm. I actually remember I would like working. to see an announcement soon yeah it'd be nice but so, um you know towards March area I would like to see an announcement of it so we can kind of get an idea when it's going to come I think it makes sense to launch in September because it'll be out of the way I place the PS5 because I would say it's going to be sort of October November time we've talked about Switch 2 like countless times on this show like I don't think we can add yeah. too much on it but um if you want to listen to this, just what it is. There's so many rumors floating about of kind of what you know what kind of tag is. I think the re- the latest one there was like 120 hertz and stuff like that. There, um, it's a hundred percent going to be an LCD screen. I'm telling you now, you're not getting the no 1080. I was I would like to see 1080 120. I think that'd be a real big improvement. Don't think you get 120. Um, but I don't think we're getting no live. I think that's going to be. Further I couldn't see a 120 either. The resell be nice, but. 120 upgrades for like Mario Odyssey. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, like give me 1080 60 because you, you look at even the difference on the portal when you see the resolution bump. Oh, but we'll, we'll, we'll get into the portal in the deck. Well, I want to compare the remote plan then. Yeah. But um, let me ask Excited you this. Right, so a few things. We're going to ask you just quick fire because the ones I dwell too much on because we talked about it so many times in the past. But right, so backwards compatible, yes or no? Yes. Okay, I agree. I mean, yes. Obviously, they've done this for many years. Um, So we've got backwards compatibility. Do we have right launch games? Metro Prime Four, yes or no? Yes. Okay. I have a prediction. Mario open world three D game. Yeah, I think that's a start. Fully open I world. That's a fucking start. Yeah. And the you're gonna have Mushroom o- Kingdom. The Odyssey sequel. Mushroom Kingdom fully um, open. Mario Kart Eight. <laughs> Fuck. That's a big. I would be absolutely. Well, Mario Kart Eight's already out. Mario Kart Nine, you mean? Yep. No, I mean Mario Kart Eight. Oh, fuck off. They're going to make a new Mario Kart, surely. <laughs> I swear to God. I think they're counting internally as all this DLC that that's Mario Kart 9. Fuck me. I think, Mario, I think there'll be a Mario Kart 8 on it. I think there'll be a new Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom on it. A new version that you have to pay the full price for. That's not gonna, there's no going to be no upgrade system. I was thinking this earlier when I was washing my balls in the shower. Um, Lovely. <laughs> we haven't got a port of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, which got HD remasters. And a part of me is thinking either they're going to do it this year when it's a bit quieter or do they do a remake of Wind Waker? remake? Full on remake Wind Waker. Nah, I couldn't see Nintendo doing that. Mm. You look at what they gave us with fucking that Mario All-Stars thing, you know, 64 and all. It was literally just ports of it. But if they're looking for a big heavy like, game. <laughs> they were like, here, you have like fucking three months to buy this year before we take it off the store. But you have to look at, um, what was it, Link's Awakening? 
they remade that so it's they're not against remaking now and I'm thinking either you do do we get an Ocarina of Time which would be massive that would probably gonna, that's going to be a huge release do you get you know what I mean like even an Ocarina of Time that's they remade it for 3D they kind of updated visuals and all but do we get something like that do we we're going to get something Zelda that's a mainline Zelda game from the past remade or remastered I would definitely assume and it's not going to be just yeah. a HD port I think it's going to be pretty substantial That'll be good. I think the lineup's going to be phenomenal for the Switch too. Like the launch lineup. Yeah. I think it's going to be heavy header. Like. Animal Crossing. I don't think you'll get new one of that. Well, you might know Animal Crossing. This will be its fourth year. That came out in March 2020. Um, Then that the one before that was on 3DS, which would have been around 2013. So they take their time. So I don't think we'll get an Animal Crossing then. But I. So I'm excited. Switch 2. There you go. Oh, for fuck's sake, I didn't realise that there's more news about Indiana Jones. I'm just going to well, put that's away. What it, I think we're, I will just touch on it briefly because I did write, link that to item too. Yeah, all right, sorry. Um, uh, yeah, so it's supposedly name, it's going to be Indiana Jones in the Great Circle. Yeah, that's a fucking stupid name. I don't get why they would call it that. Maybe it's fucking George Lucas and Steven Spielberg fingering him or something. The circle is hope. Yeah, the Great Circle. No yeah. idea. I'm not even reading anything about that. We'll find out on Thursday. This stage. Yeah, the, it's just pretty much there's loads of domains that the the filed for Indiana Jones and the Great Circle game. Yeah. Um. So that's that's pretty much going what what it's going to be called. Right. So we're getting to what we've been playing because I want to talk to you anyway. Right. So me and Bobby we bought the Steam Deck and what happened is I was starting to I don't know what actually happened. I was playing with Steam Deck and I was playing a lot of older games, primarily like the Pokemon games, getting into them, and then I ended up trying. Something called Moonlight, which streams your PC to your deck. And I've tried remote play in the past, and it was always over wireless, or it was like with a Ethernet cable, and it worked, but it was never perfect. So I wasn't really a big believer, but something happened. And anyway, I'm hugely into it. And I tried um, something called Chaki for deck, which kind of worked. It wasn't as good as my Moonlight streaming, which was giving me 90 hertz or 90 FPS, but it ended up being that Chaki for deck got a patch in mid November or late November which gives like HDR, it's extremely stable, and performance has been absolutely phenomenal. Bobby got the same, we upgraded our routers. Bobby convinced me to get the portal. Bobby actually brought his portal around to me when I was playing Fantasy 16 to try. The experience wasn't great, but yeah. I wasn't fully wired. Now I am. I got my portal. I'm disappointed in a way, but you're extremely happy. So can we get it on record? Bear in mind, you're having to let everyone know this, how well it works. So people might have an OLED deck. So it's your word on it. Bobby, you told me that without doubt, your portal is 100%. Is that true? I have no idea. You're a I fucking dick. <laughs> what do you mean you haven't looked? I haven't, I haven't played it in weeks. Do you know, like, it, it's playable. Like, it is actually playable, the portal. It's, it's not something that I noticed anyway before. Um, I think if I played it now and it was there, I would notice it. I think but I'd I, maybe I, ruined I it for you. It. If, I, if I go on and I check it and it's there... I'll notice it like straight away because I can notice it when you're pointing it out in your video. But I think just moment to moment for uh, when I was playing it before, I didn't notice it. So my port, my deck is honestly like if you actually bring up the reader, you can see drops on the deck, but it's so rare. It's fully like it's so night and day. Now I I can happily play in the portal, but you can see the drops a lot more, and I'm very sensitive to it. But um, there's benefits here to so the portal screen. Is so much better. I actually think it's. I actually think the portal, even though you're doing it over 1080p, I actually think the portal is probably getting a higher image quality. And I'm pretty sure what's happening is on the portal, it it will maintain the image quality a lot more than it will on the deck. I think if the deck is struggling, what it'll do, it'll change the image quality on the fly. But it's usually in busy scenes, so you don't notice it too much. But my deck's yeah. been perfect. Have you been playing a lot of remote play on the deck? 
Um, it's been shit for me the past two nights. I've tried it. Right. So it's just so stuttering. I don't and... know. Yeah. Um, I just don't know what. Like that video I sent you last night. That was after ten minutes. That was me downstairs. So have like, you turned you know, off right the those handshakes, basically? Because that will. I, I'm not. I don't know too much. I know you're scheduled, but that supposedly will. Because I was reading into it for you, trying to see, and it's like, well, that's even though it is an extension, it's almost like, like I said, passing the baton. It's kind of going, okay, well, here's this information. So it's. Well, the issue is with that is for me, then that means I can't really play it upstairs. So your difference, I haven't even been upstairs. Five gigahertz. What? I haven't even been upstairs. Yeah, well, see, see, five gig, the five gigahertz band is so yeah. Yeah, it doesn't reach that far compared to the two point four. So if I do say I did turn them off and I went upstairs, I'm getting a, a low signal for it. Even on for two point four? No, two point four. I could connect to. It's the five the five gigahertz band just doesn't reach nowhere near as far. No, as I know what you mean. Is two point four that detrimental though? Compared, I know it is in theory, but I mean, I see know. with I see with um the remote playing. This is something I keep on saying. It's not so much the speeds of everything. It's the the packet loss really and the connection. As long as it's somewhat decent. Because even 2.4, yeah. you'll still be getting 200 megabytes. I'm going to try it, like, because I, I, I do want to play, like, I mean, I, I paid fucking 480 quid for the deck, like, I do want to play on it, and I can connect my wireless uh, earbuds to it. I can't mm-hmm. do that with the portal. Um, so I am going to keep fiddling about with it, because I do want it to work. I mean, I'll be playing my deck and going, I want my portal, and I'll be playing my portal, and I'm like, playing it, the biggest, the screen's great. I, like, if my portal ran, like, my deck, I'd be playing there. That's the truth of it. I just, I just prefer it. I do, I do think they'll well update it. I really do. Um, with the uh, bit rate, I know the bit rate's like a seven, a mat cap at eleven or something like that. But I do think that was made it mental that, in, that cap in just to make it because obviously people with better internet if they have the option they're going to choose the higher or if people with shitty internet if they get the option to see even if it was a high, medium or low bit rate they they're going to choose the high to try and get the better quality and they're not going to get it and then they're going to give off. Mm-hmm. But so I, I think I think it'll happen. So there, I'm on the Reddit page, and I mean, there's people who are like, I really like the device, but I can see the lag, and people are like down, like down footing them, and like they do not want any negativity on it. Like it is insane because people are uploading videos, and I'm seeing the stutter, and then everyone's in the ting- chat going, "There's no stuff in stutter," and I'm like, "How can no one see this?" Like it's pretty bad at stages. Like, but I just think it's it's like people back in the oh, day I going, "There's no difference." Thirty to sixty. Yeah, that was see. I didn't know the difference until twenty twenty when I started playing on a PC. <laughs> see these cunts. What will happen is it'll get patched and fixed, and then people will be like, "This is fucking. This is the way. This is amazing." And it's like, no, yeah. you don't see. Like if I if, if this was my first experience, I would be so high on it. But because I went from Chiaki, where yeah. you see it flawless, and it's like, but um, yeah, my, my, there's even that fucking port forwarding that you were pretending you don't know. <laughs> well, idea. you actually can on our router. You can prioritize the traffic. I done that this morning. So if you go into your uh, router, we obviously got the new, or we obviously got the TP links from, we were using BT Smart Hubs. You can click in and it'll say the client. So it'll actually say like. Do you do that on your phone app? Or you can do it on your phone app. Yeah. Here? So it doesn't tell you which is which on ours, but I can go in and go, okay, well, this one used 10 gig yesterday. Well, I, done my manual, um, I manually set the PS5 to static yesterday. So the IP never changes. Oh, okay. Um. Nice, you would know that if you actually watched the video on Port Forward like I did yesterday. <laughs> Why would I watch a video on Port Forward? <laughs> yeah, there is so that's what people do that for. Um, so I, know, I know how to do it, um, but one of the options as well before before you actually do the Port Forward is to set your IP to a static IP so it doesn't change. Mm-hmm. So that actually boosts the connection for the PS5 because it's not changing at all. 
Fair enough. That one IP. So it means I know what IP that is, so I can go in. If it does it show the IPs on the, the app, is that what it works? I don't know. I don't even remember. But, if um, it does, then I'll be able to know what, what is the, the PS5. Well, the thing is, right, so people are saying, oh, Prince of Persia Lost Crown's fantastic on it, and I'm trying it. And I'm like, this is not fantastic. And in my head, I'm going, is it my connection? And then every video I'm watching, like anyone online playing, I'm like, no, you have the lag. And they're like, it's so great. But my, like, see that my deck, mate, it's honestly native. Like, I'm like, this is so fucking good. But, um, yeah, there you go. At least I kind of know it's maybe, maybe yours is working. And I don't know. But I kind of don't know. I'm just, like, I was just, I've just been winding up for the past, like, two weeks. That's why I went to four and I was like, like, I genuinely haven't played it. Why not? I mean, well, I was doing it on Final Fantasy VII, but that's not a game you'll notice. Oh, no, it's, see anything like that, it's fine. Yeah, like it's actually, like that, yeah. I wouldn't notice it. And you know, to be honest, I, that's apparently kind of the only game I've really been playing, I've played on the portal over the past two weeks. And to be fair, see, the more you play on it, you get accustomed to it. Like, it's like going to a 40 FPS game, you do eventually get accustomed to it. But when you go yeah. on the deck, because I'm happy enough to play how it is and jump back and forth, but when every time I go on the, on the deck after, I'm like, fuck me. But um, yeah, and the OLED obviously is nice to think. There's there's advantages and disadvantages. Like you know, you've got the big screen on the portal. You've got the nice comfort of a dual sense. Um, it's just and, and it's official stuff like that. But that screen size is or how it's small nice it is. It's the oh, uh, the, I had the Steam Deck. Like in theory, how small the screen size is, the jump is it's incredible in person. Yeah, it's cause it's just cause it's uh, what eight hundred p and they kind of have to ratio it down to. Ah, uh, it's like 10, a sixteen ten instead of a sixteen yeah. nine ratio. But um, no, so both good. Both good. We'll get into what we've been playing. So I obviously went, started playing Final Fantasy VII because Remix came out. So I wanted to replay that, play it in the portal, or play it on the deck. Great time of it. Play Crisis Core. Great time of it. Played Nine. Great time of it. So you, what did, what made you decide to play Fantasy VII, by the way? Was it me? Because Kieran thinks it was him, but ask Kieran. <laughs> I think it was, it was just a mixture of both of you. just kind of pushed me on to play it. Mm-hmm. And it just says, you know what, fuck it. I'll play it in handheld. I've got, you know, the portal, I've got the deck, I'll play it in handheld. I'll see, you know, how I get on with it. Was it a struggle? Absolutely. <laughs> really? Absolutely. <laughs> really? You didn't really? Struggle. It was just so dated, the gameplay. Like, I, it was more the movements. There was a lot of scenes where you're having to do like a wee bit of, you know, climbing and going down ladders and jumping across and hopping across and things like that. I was just a wee bit fucking tedious to try and do. That was just the gameplay back then. Like, Yeah. The but, battles um, and all. Great turn based, active turn based, fantastic. Love that. Um, story, no, fantastic. We lose boost. We use boost. So I do think yeah. absolutely you I lose. Them. And this is a problem with them. So I would have been happy enough if the boost was three times speed only. But what it does is it has like an active time battle system. So you can't change it to weight, by the way, but I'll, I'll explain it in a second. So the enemies will always attack you no matter what. So it's yeah. not like turn-based, so it's not like you go and then I go. Whereas when I played the Pokemon games, I had the speed boost on, but I was still playing the combat, so I still got the f- the benefit of actually leveling up my characters. So you still kind of get that. With that, you can't really do the speed boost without doing the cheats because you'll just get fucking hit 10 times by the time you do one because you're trying to pick up yeah. your options. You can do it where the, you... The Chocopo fucking run the way on me for about half an hour. Yeah, but... Um, I did take the boost off, but the stuff the bastards still ran away with the time <laughs> I put out the, one of the weak things for them. So seven, eight, and nine, how I'll have that. Nine, you can turn off encounters and you can level the eight to nine right away. You definitely lose stuff doing it this way, by the way. But ten, you'd have to do the deck version, PC version. It has a speed boost, but that's totally turn based. So that you could do it in that and enjoy it. And then twelve has the same the, the boom boost as well. So I think with you, you probably like X a lot more. 
But I, so you've, you actually really enjoyed the story of Fantasy Seven. Yeah, really did like the story. I think like I also said, like if I played this back in the day, I would oh, yeah, be doing absolutely everything. And you'd have a bowl cut. I'd be watching the hand with Kieran. Both just together, <laughs> wanking over Tifa. But I think, yeah, like like you said, not being able to play properly does kind of, well, it's not, not that we can't play properly, it's just nobody has time for that shit. Oh, it goes to 15 FPS um, in the cutscene or in the combat and all, I mean, it's terrible. It's, I, it's rough. Like, it's just, it's not, it's not playable now. Like that there. Like I would I would love a remake of it. Like mm-hmm. in that style. Yeah. Um and no boost options. I would play that. Pokemon was fun though with the boost because it was you were doing like I said, see that you get that benefit of like leveling up and shit. You still you get that, whereas it feels it's just it feels a bit dirty when you're doing it on the because that's not the way it's meant to be played and there's a lot kind of hidden fucking bosses and shit. But um you yeah. watched Advent Children, were you a fan of that? Yeah, I actually really enjoyed that. Very anime. I know it is an anime, but it was very like the battles and stuff like that there. The music hitting was very up my street. So what are you doing now then? What's what's next on the agenda? What are you playing? You have a Lost Crown well, tomorrow. You're going to do that? I've lost Crown tomorrow. I've got a bit of, I've been playing a wee bit of 16, but I just, I just don't know. Oh my I God. I really don't. Like I, I ran around last night and it was just a fetch quest. And it was back and forth, back and forth, collecting fucking chocobo eggs to make something for a fucking boat. I want to put it on record that I fucking hate this game. I give it another go. And I got five hours from the end. I just give up. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. I just, it's very, like you said, it's very MMOIC when you're actually having a conversation with somebody that's not a cutscene. You're just standing there kind of lifeless. It's an MMO, yeah. Talking. It's fucking. And that is MMO. And see if even if you have like an item to give to somebody, it makes you select the item. Like that's an MMO. Yeah, I was, I'm not, you know? I really don't like it. Um, I do like the characters and I do like the story and the actual proper like set pieces are class. Like when you actually go to the, the area that you're meant to be in for the main part and building up to the fight, phenomenal. Yes. It's just all the fluff in between. It's just not needed. Highs are high and be, the lows are low. That's the problem. Yeah. Pacing's it all over the place. It would be a way better game if all that was out or just optional. Like if you take Final Fantasy VII for example, it is quite like there's no real lulls almost. Like maybe you you may disagree with me, but I don't think there's stories kind of always progressing. You're not fucking happy. Like that annoyed me from a remake remake when it did bring up the like side stuff. And I was like, what's this here for? Just yeah. be story nonstop. But um, you don't need it. You don't need all that padding. Like just the like a game is just so much better. It just gets to the point. Yeah. Like if but, all um, that stuff's optional, then fair enough. But you just don't need to be doing all that shit. It doesn't add any stuff. Like me doing them fetch quest last night on 16 didn't add any anything to the story for me didn't add it just made me not want to play the game oh it was shite I mean honestly like Kieran had said to me he was like once you get to Bahamut you'll see it's, it gets so much better yeah. I got there Kieran and I said like, this from no. the start once you get to this bit once you get to the first big fight like, it all kicks off once you get to the next fight here it all kicks off oh no see after this fight this is when it gets good yeah only thing I said to you is with the original Final Fantasy 7 the only part that kind of I remember specifically kind of peaking my interest was when Genova escapes and they see the blood. And I was like, and that's where the game kind of turns from a born fucking depressing slum to like, oh, well, there's actually something happening here. But, um, yeah, I see it didn't do that for me. But as a child, yes, that would be like, oh, in blood, holy shit. like fucking guy in a sword is back. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on? But, um, yeah, 16, I just think it's a fucking shake game. I think it's just fucking boring as hell. Clive's a fucking drab as well. Uh, Clive's not too bad. I'm only joking about him. I actually, I actually do. I didn't like him at the start, but I do like him. I think the voice actors, like the acting, is phenomenal. But yeah, are you gonna go beat it then? I am. I just, I don't know when. <laughs> when? 
I think it's literally I'm just going to be chipping away at it because I just my enjoyment of the game just kind of after doing a fight and I know there's just going to be a ton of fetch quests today and that's when I kind of need to do fucking half an hour sessions mate see with 7 remake I was wanting to get a beat before Lost Crown and I was playing it and I was going to bed and I was like I felt like I just wasted time like I'm not enjoying playing it and it's like right you only have fucking one life why am I playing this right now if I'm not happy so I went and started Kingdom Hearts 1 and I loved Kingdom Hearts 1 that was like the first see growing up I would have watched a lot of my mates play games rather than play it myself like I would went to their house mm. and watched them play like Resident Evil and Silent Hill and shit and I loved all doing that so I think Kingdom Hearts is the one that properly got me and I'm playing that and I'm doing everything like I'm trying to like level up I'm doing all this here I'm fucking having a blast with it so I think if you're not enjoying it stop but uh, with yourself you have a month until rebirth. Will rebirth come out and probably entice you? That's the thing. Now you sent in. The, I actually want to touch on this. You sent in the world, the world map. You said it put you off. Yeah. It depends what it's filled with. That's the thing. It's like mm, I, I don't know it's yet. Just, I'm not an open world gamer anymore. Like I'm just not. It takes know. a really good one to get me hooked. Yeah. Um. But I think like if I'm going to do remake, I think I need to do it soon because I think I need to kind of stretch it out as far away as possible from rebirth as I can. I think it's going to be a good bit different. Like, Remake is quite linear. Like, it is. Actually, it's very linear in the grand scheme of things. Like, you'll go section to section. But there's parts in Remake where it's a screen <laughs> in fucking the original, and then it's a segment in this. It's like, it's just padded. But um, they took a four-hour, or four to six-hour area, made it a 40-hour game. But there's enough changing in it. And to be fair, it's not a 40... Like, you'll beat it probably 20 hours on easy mode. But, um... I probably making you put you off on it. Is the truth of it? Mm-hmm. I need to try. I mean, if nothing else to play apart from well, we've got Prince of Persia tomorrow. We've got Suicide Squad sort of the start of February. Well, it's the thing. I don't know whether you're, uh, uh, you're getting that or not. Uh, I'm sure gonna hold off. I think. But Last of Us Part Two, I'm gonna do a plan on that. But the only thing is, I'm actually enjoying Kingdom Hearts so much that I'm like, do I stop for Prince of Persia or what to do? Because I'll be honest, like I'm having a blast with. It. Like I'm. Yeah, it's maybe one you could do as well as Prince of Persia. Yeah, do both, back and forth. But um, I'm going to play more of that today anyway. And then Prince of Persia is tomorrow. We'll have that. And then, so actually we'll go into the games this week. So Prince of Persia, the early access edition is tomorrow. But the official release is the 18th. So it's like an extra fiver um, for the early edition. You get it tomorrow. So yeah. I was correct, wasn't I? You were wrong. You said 75. 75 for what? Metacritic. No. You said 75, Louis. I know, I changed it. I was like, fucking. Can't just change it. There, you can't just change it because I said, Well, it wouldn't be they're comfortable. You, asked me, you texted me, um, uh, like the morning of the reviews. I've, what I've actually did it? Mind. What did it? Oh, well, I did actually, fair enough. Um, did you play the, the Prince of Persia games? No, oh, I love them. Um, oh, they were fantastic. So, let me just see what it's actually sitting at. I think it's actually lower now, to be fair. I think it was 87 for a while. Yeah, it's an 86. Oh, there we go. That's spot on. Not as high as. What I was thinking to make it, but it's act, it's the um Raymond guys, so eighty six is very good. But I've seen a lot of people on Twitter talking about it. Um and then yeah, we've got eighty six is, is a great score like for Metacritic. I know we've just been picking these days, aren't we? We've been spoiled. Yeah, Pal World is coming out. Uh right, Pal World, so that's that Pokemon Guns game that's coming to early access for Xbox, PC and also on Game Pass. What the um, fuck? I'm gonna try it. I know Karen's kind of uh, quite high on it. Like, I'm going to try it. I'll give it a go and see what the crack is with it anyway. Pokemon with guns. So fight, farm, build, and work al- alongside mysterious creatures called pals in this completely new multiplayer open-world survival and crafting yeah. game. This, um, one, this was shown, I think, at Summer Game Fest, Jeff Haley show. Interesting. 
not before we actually wrap up anyway, you were playing a game with Lethal Company. How did that go? Did you enjoy playing it when you both came? Oh, that was great. Yeah, I'm definitely going to play more of that there. So it's kind of your four people kind of think like Phasmophobia style, but it's not ghosts or anything. Um, Very low quality in terms of the graphics and stuff. I think it's made by like one person or a couple of people. Right. Um, You have three days to go into different moons and there's like these bases on the moons you have to go in and you just try and um, scavenge for stuff. Okay. It could be any, it could be just a pointless stuff like it's like fucking bolts and um, axles and just metal and things they like got there and bring it back to your ship. But in in there, there's different creatures, aliens kind of thing that can try and kill you. Um, where the game shines is the voice chat, the proximity chat. Oh, really? It is, yeah, that is fucking, it's so hilarious and funny um, the way it works. Like, so there's there's these aliens things that can jump on your head as well. And when they jump on your head, your voice just goes all muffled, like, <laughs> when, you, when you're just trying to talk. So, like, Kieran was sitting, he got one in his head, sitting trying to talk. And that's all you could hear until you try and hit it off. Um, there's jumps and all you have to make to try and jump over to different platforms. If you jump and you miss it, you'll yeah. just hear me like going, oh, fuck. <laughs> <And> <laughs> the voice just cuts off completely. Um, it's a bit of crack. Um, Is it like phasmophobia? Yes. Phobia? I could, no, it's not not like you don't have anything to do really apart from go into the into these buildings and try and make quota. You'll have like a budget you have to try and get. So say like your first when you're first starting, it'll maybe be like right, okay, in three days we yep. need you to make three hundred dollars okay. worth of stuff. We need you to find it. So what you'll do is you'll go in, you'll scavenge as much as you can before the time before it gets too late. Because if it gets too late, um, bigger things start to come out and you, you can just get killed completely. Um. Then you end the day, go back down. You can go back down to the same planet if you want. You can go to a different one. So you have three days to meet the quota, bring all the stuff to the hub world, if you want to call it that there, where you sell it all um, to make the quota, and then you level up and things like that. Sounds like a you, and, you and Kieran game. Like, you just love it, that style. Yeah, oh, fuck. We, we were almost on English Boy, like, the first night we played it, and it was absolutely phenomenal. First night we tried it, like, I would say within the first half an hour, both of us were debating whether to get a refund. Oh um, really? But once, once like yeah, wasn't once we kind of got into the loop and the actual proximity chat of it all, it's just it's so much fun. I'll definitely be playing a lot more of it. Like there you go. There's a wee shout out. And then last game out this week, January nineteenth, Last of Us Part Two Remastered, which I will be playing this year. I tried to play it when they got the sixty one. FPS patch, but um, I got into is it Seattle you go into? Yeah, isn't it first place? Where do you go in? Where's the set? Is it Seattle? I'm near sure Seattle is the first place you go. Could be wrong, right? But yeah, yeah. well, that's that's kind of where I got to. And then um, with yeah. Dina and the guitar playing, but but yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. That's, that's um, it. I think it's a ten pound upgrade, but I can't get it yet until it actually releases. Weird. So once that's released, I'll I'll upgrade it. There you go. So if you that's us, Bobby, all done this week. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow Bobby, if you look uh, on X.com, it's Snap Blast Pro. <laughs> <laughs> that's scary. Ah <laughs> uh, no. Um, Ready up pod. Um, but look, that's it. No. First week back. So ready up games. Ready up games. I'm sorry. Ready up on games and I. Twitter and ready up games and I on TikTok. There you are. Okay, we TikTok up this week as well. And but ready up pod at gmail.com if you have any questions you want to ask. Happy days. I was going to do something on the questions, but I totally forgot. So, yeah, there you go. There you are. Anything to add, Bobby? No, it's good to be back. Good to be Looking back. Forward to next week. Bye.